1: Going to get coffee,
2: right? Hey, and we are live! Happy Christmas to all of GTL uh, family, wherever you are. Hopefully you're having a great day. I'm here with Ben, and this is the live Christmas Q&A where you guys can ask us whatever you want. We've had already some questions. If you want to ask some questions right now live, um, currently we have it in members-only mode. We may change that if we don't get any questions, but we want to prioritise the members first on this joyous day. And how are you doing, Ben? Very jolly as ever. <clears throat> uh, yeah,
1: <clears throat> I'm still recovering from uh, being a bit sick over the past few days, but I'm at the tail end of it now, which is like the nice. the best bit of it. Uh, I had like what two days in bed, and now I'm uh, ready to. I've cracked open my first beer of the day. I thought it was a bit more festive i'll go for a red stripe a Ooh. bit of uh christmas colors in in there for christmas but how about you have you had any prosecco's yet
2: no i mean everyone's been drinking but last <clears> night <throat> i thought it'd be a good idea to go to the pub uh, sort of tradition saw some friends went to the pub had a few too many beers and today woke up feeling like i don't want any beers um but <laughs> i think i will have some for the evening entertainment so after this i a i'll probably crack crack something open um and play some games but this is the christmas q a let's get started i know there is a few questions uh we've got on the channel so i don't know if you've got them maybe we can start with them and we'll move on
1: yeah let me just bring them up because they'll be on the the community so i'll just go and have a look this is classic. if you've got GTA. them post
2: them as a like a. do you know as the banner you can create a little banner and you can pop it on the screen so you can just copy and paste it
1: ah good idea and while you're doing that,
2: idea. I'm just going to let everyone know some exciting news. And that is one of my presents. I've not even told you about Ooh. this, but one of my <clears> presents this year from Santa Claus Ooh. was the Dow shorts and a the Dow top. I will, I will put a photo maybe on Twitter later on, if you want to see. But nice. I've now got the full Rafa kicks. Of course, I've already got the Rafa trainers. So now I'm going to be going full Rafa into the new year.
1: I love that. So That's next amazing. Time I play
2: you, you're going to be in trouble
1: sounds like it for the return of Rafa you've got a Rafa kit uh, what better thing to start the the new year off with it sounds great hopefully there'll be some sort of Djokovic uh, treats for me when uh, I see my family I, I don't know I don't know if they know where to get the uh, Lacoste from or even if they they know that he's affiliated to Lacoste probably
2: no probably your family know. don't know probably about Djokovic do they because they don't watch tennis. <clears> they
1: <throat> probably knew about him in Australia that was a probably that everybody did then there right i'm gonna load the first one up into the banner okay there we go and then you can change the banners i'll load a few in there and yeah. then and you I'm can change gonna pop the
2: link to join the membership so if you want to ask us a question live you can join the membership and ask us any question you want and we'll answer it um we may move to another mode later on so everyone can ask questions but we'll start off because it's only fair giving everyone a good chance uh, shout out to gene in the live chat now, it's been a while since we've gone hey. live merry christmas to you as well hopefully you're having a great time gene and the family as well uh, we've got gary in as well merry christmas gary happy holidays merry to you hope you're well uh you and your partner your wife should i say hope everything's going well and you're having a great christmas uh, Les, and if got the, any questions yeah. live
1: i was gonna say congrats on the 33 months uh cancer free as well for oh, wow. 33 so, months is it now yeah that's it so congrats to to you guys hope you have a fantastic nice. christmas
2: how do you know it's 33 months
1: gary messaged me dm me oh. just to let me know so Special. yeah i
2: didn't get a dm
1: mate i think you've been airing too many <laughs> hard man <laughs> to get on a discord, hold of
2: that's the thing i'm probably better to be contacted on twitter yeah i've already gone discord
1: yeah, I know. <clears throat> it's one of those things, isn't it? We get have like spells where we go on there all the time and sometimes it's literally just uh, we're not on there for a bit. But... I'm going to just try and send like a little uh, tune that we could maybe have on here just to be planned. One that I'd created, which is a little bit Christmassy, that we could have maybe in the background while we're... uh,
2: So while you're doing that, I'll read out the first question. So we've got Peter Zaremba. I think you've done it as a ticker, Ben. That's the only thing you need to change. Yeah, that's what
1: I thought you wanted, wasn't it? Oh, no, you wanted it as the other way. Okay, you can change it to to the other thing if you want.
2: I don't think I can, can I? I've got to copy it.
1: Okay, go. I'll save it. There you go
2: all right perfect all right. so peter zaramba says merry christmas lads and the gtl family ben and jg are there any tennis rules you feel should be changed and reasons well this wow. is quite a fitting question because we've just been at the uts where of course they do change a lot of the rules you've got only uh, one serve you've got yep. an option for double you know three points for a, rather than one point and some other strange quarter points as well Yep. Do I think there's any tennis rules that should be changed? What The the big one which does annoy me is the Grand Slams for finals, how it can only go now to a maximum... Uh, it basically only goes to a super tie-break if it goes all the way to a fifth set right to the end. You'll we'll have a super tie-break to end. Yeah. I don't like that. I think in a final, it should just keep going for however long. The yep, reason agreed. they changed it is because earlier rounds it's an issue you don't want to ever see that like, john is the mahu yeah. he's not good for tennis not good for the sport because whoever plays plays uh john is in the next round is going to easily yeah. beat him i mean he's hardly going to be able to walk uh, <laughs> but if it's the final it doesn't matter and i feel like you should just put everything into it so one rule for me is i think it should be just however you can get a break in consolidation or consolidation and break to win a match it needs to just be two clear games and yeah. just keep playing until you ever get that in a Grand Slam final. Of course, if it goes all the distance to five.
1: I like that. Um, I, I agree with that one. I totally agree. I think definitely do the play until uh, you're blue in the face in a final because if that shows, because there's not another match after it, is there? So it doesn't matter. So, it's yeah, I good. totally agree with that. The bad. one which I'm sure you've all heard me harp on about, and I'll never stop saying it, is just get rid of line judges especially for all of these uh tournaments where it's affecting people's earning capacities it's affecting ranking points it's affecting everything like that yeah, we don't really need a rule. them is it a rule it sort of is though because <clears> in,
2: in tennis in, in, like how would, would you change the rules at all
1: maybe uh no let serves <laughs> just have it so if the let hits the net cord you just win the point That'd be quite, that's the one from the UTS, which they have, which is, it makes it quite interesting. I'd quite like that one.
2: I don't mind it. I think it could be quite interesting. It would be very jammy and lucky though. So if, in essence, all the lets, but not all of yeah. them, because sometimes you can still return them, but then ones will just trickle over the net where every time would be an ace.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just on the serves though. That's uh, but some of the ones, like you said, it hits the net core and it bounces like quite high and then just comes in that's a benefit for the opponent then so it's it's six of one half a dozen of the other on that one i quite like it though on uts that one
2: yeah would you let, let us know peter what you think of our answers of course let us know your uh your opinions on what should be changed in the live chat shout out to victor who's joined the membership thank you victor hey. and i know you've come in straight with a question before i get to that uh gary there was confirming that he Never excludes me. He did, in fact, message. So that's my fault. Um, <laughs> I'll have to check check out my Discord because I'm sure there's probably other messages on really, there really. as well I've not seen. Uh, apologies. I will have a read after this uh, video. We've got Victor saying, Merry Christmas. Have you ever cried like a little baby when watching tennis?
1: Does it have to be like a little baby or is it going to just be just in general?
2: Well, I know Ben's definitely cried watching tennis because I was there.
1: Yeah, I was whilst watching uh, Rafael Nadal win number 21. That was a very emotional uh, victory, which I think everybody really felt to come back from all he'd come back from. And it surprised me, to be honest. I didn't think that I would feel like that about somebody who I don't even support as my like key person in the sport. But it was just one of those moments in, in sporting history that, I don't think you can deny I mean the, i was surprised the Djokovic one like struck me the year after in a different way but it, it was and I know when we spoke to Julia, it sort of brought that back a little bit but there was just something about the fact that we were so sleep deprived with the Rafa one and well I was felt like delusional I felt like I was a little bit like my head was spinning I didn't know where I was And we'd stayed up throughout all of the trials and all of that leading up to it. I felt like we were on death's door nearly. And then when he won it, I felt like it was like a release of just everything. So pretty crazy. I mean, everybody went through the same thing, but you just got to see us go through it on the channel.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, and I can confirm that I've never, ever cried watching a tennis match. That may surprise some people, but I never have.
1: Sometimes you cry watching Carneio Busto, don't you?
2: No. <laughs> okay, you got the next one.
0: Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas.
1: Yeah, it's on there.
2: Right, so this one's Jamie Drummer. I know we've got him in the live chat. Shout out to you. He's saying to both, top five favourite sports people, not necessarily the best, in your lifetimes. Gosh, I mean, that's really tough.
1: Really, really tough. Of course,
2: across all of the sports, if I had to pick the five athletes which I feel have inspired me the most over the years, that is something I'm going to have to think about, but I'd probably have to go with one of the top five, for me, this is a very biased one, one of them would be Dimitri Payet, Uh, he was a footballer for West Ham. (laughs) <laughs> and I'll never, ever forget the joy he brought me of okay. a poster in my yeah. in my room at university. It was a feeling I've never had. He was the arguably the best player in the world that year. He was up there with some of the best, doing crazy numbers, won France, the Euros. He was awesome and just a top, top player. That's one of the five I can instantly think of. Of course, he's not someone who's one of the best sports people, <laughs> but just had a big impact on my life for sure. Do you want to do one? So we do one yeah, we'll
1: do one each. I, do, I think, well, I'd say, like, that hasn't had an impact on the whole of sports. Like, one of the most, like, polarizing people throughout, like, when I was growing up. And it's not even necessarily someone, or even in a sport I was following, was Michael Jordan. And Michael yeah. Jordan, I think, was, like, just the hard work ethic and just pure talent of one guy. Just, uh transcender an entire sport and brands and everything that he has brought to the world of sport is just crazy that guy like he exudes just excellence from what he was doing and the amount of pressure he would put on himself and his teammates from the level he was able to push himself to i mean it's just you don't get to see many people like that in a lifetime
2: yeah my one's pretty similar um david beckham uh, when I started playing football, he was playing at the time, and I think he was number seven for England. So yeah. when I picked my number for <clears> that year at my local team, I was number seven because of David Beckham. He was like a, he was Same a nerd. role model for so many footballers or anyone who liked football, and for England. So, and then what he's done since, I think he's just a bit of like he's someone I'll never forget. David Beckham's a bit of a legend. I've done two footballs,
1: so the next one won't be football. All right. Uh, Well, my one would be football, which is a bit strange for me, but when I was growing up, Eric Cantona, he, he was like this living legend. He had so many attributes which are so different to other football players out there, which was just this air of cool, calm, collected. Sometimes he lost his head. He was like a mad Frenchman where obviously... I kicked somebody, a Palace fan, in the crowd and got suspended for a year. That was... And then they didn't win the league that year then he, that he did that. But the way that he used to uh, take to a football pitch and look so effortless, uh, well, he chipped like goalkeepers just without even looking. Every penalty he took nearly, he sent the goalkeeper the wrong way. And just... Uh, amazing yeah like jamie's saying it's karate not football <laughs> yeah exactly that's where he's sort of remembered for some of the wrong things but no one can deny that he was one of the best footballers of his generation anymore? i mean
2: obviously for me it'd be rafael nadal but like he's yeah. up there he's got if you're just picking three i'll put him in there too rafael nadal i'm not going to say more <laughs> about him just my favorite exact player yeah. and legend
1: for sure. I mean, you can throw... You can I throw guess yours would, the would be Djokovic as
2: well. well. Let's just do yeah, someone who's not Djokovic I mean... for your last one. We'll just do three. I'm surprised well, it's not I been like a boxing you've... or UFC.
1: Well, Dungeon. I mean, the obvious one would probably be McGregor because it's just like it's... You
2: loved him, didn't you?
1: It was just because of what he did for the sport he's more than anything. I was... Since. Yeah. He's yeah, annoying. Mean, he's, he's, he's done. Uh, it's... The, but the one thing that was, not about he as an did... Athlete. I
2: mean, as a man, he's just annoying. Do you not find him really oh, irritable?
1: Yeah, but the, the problem is he's just... The money got to his head and it's just... How are you supposed Drunk. to navigate? Yeah, I mean, once you've already won a double world championship, where do you go from there as well? You sort of got to the top of the mountain and then you got a whiskey brand. You earned however many hundreds of millions fighting Floyd Mayweather. And now you, you don't really need money. There's no incentive to to fight really. And you he's lost his last what? Was about he's lost like five out of his last six. So it's just it's not really I feel like for what he did for a sport and the fact that he made moments in history, that is what people get remembered for though. So you've got to give him credit for that.
2: Shout out to Trishan Naidu for joining the membership. Hey. Thanks for joining. Um, and let us know your question, Tristan, and we will answer it live. While I'm waiting, I think we've got another one here, so let's pop this one. It's another one from Jamie Drummer. Uh, and this is, if you could do a lie detector test with any of the big three, who would it be, and what would you ask them?
1: <laughs> wow, well, yeah. I mean, I, I read this one the other day, and it did sort of like tickle me a bit, because I, I was instantly thinking of some... Stuff regarding maybe Rafa and Federer against Djokovic. That was what instantly goes to my so mind. Me, I would
2: do this. I would ask Novak Djokovic the question, and I would say to him, "Have you ever faked an injury during a big match, most notably a Grand Slam, in a fourth set? Because there's been a few times. Now, I'm not not talking about just an incident. But I just want to know. To I just want to ask him, and if he couldn't lie to me. Have you ever faked an injury in tennis? Because there's been times when I've seen him on the brink of just collapse. He's turned around and all of a sudden he's not injured anymore and he's just playing unbelievable. Is that just him or was he never injured? The only way we can find out is by asking him and getting an answer directly from Novak Djokovic. That's my question I'd ask him. Have you faked an injury in a tennis match? Mainly a big one, like a Grand Slam.
1: Maybe I'd ask one to Rafa as well. I'd be like is the foot really flaring up sometimes or is it just you're not having a good day at the office and then the foot starts to hurt more when you're not winning a a tennis match i could ask the federer as well just i want to get some honest answers of do you actually like novak Djokovic, and what are your actual honest thoughts on Djokovic and all of his like record breaking breaking most of federer's records apart from obviously consecutive weeks at number one
2: if you had a lie detector test for me, what would you ask me?
1: I um, <laughs> don't know. It's <laughs> uh, such a broad thing to be asking, though. Does it have to be about sport? It could be about anything. about anything.
2: This is my own QA I'm making now. Got my own question. I know. Don't know what I'd ask you to be honest.
1: If is there anybody else you'd rather do a podcast <laughs> with? <laughs> They'd be like, no, I'll do it. That's it, you know. Uh,
2: yeah. Okay, so let's keep moving on. Uh We've got Yelena in. How are we doing? Greetings hey. from Serbia. Hope you're well. Merry Christmas to you and your family.
1: Should we have a little music? This is one. It's one of my songs, which is like a little bit. Christmassy. Okay, it's not bad. It's like a little bit that like in the background. It's got a few like, uh, sleigh bells there. You can have it a bit quieter. Don't have to have it too loud. Just like give it saying, a little bit of Atmos.
2: He would ask me, has JG ever wished injury or no back just for a second? <laughs> I do you don't even ever. need to ask
1: that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, so do we have another one, Ben? Yes, we do. Yeah. It's Peter Zaremba. From my wife, Marilla. Shout out to your wife. How did you meet? About you and your wife Maria, or
1: me and Ben? Well, this has been like a question that I think we've uh, posed on get a Q and A. Q&A. Yeah, I think so. But it's a good one. Uh, so, for anybody who's new, uh, we actually still work together. That's how we met. We're working together in a finance department, and that's where we still work to this day. <laughs> so, we are obviously off work uh, at the moment for Christmas, but we will be going back there in a few. Well, a few days' time. Uh, yeah, this is what we do on the side, isn't it?
2: Exactly that. So let me get another one here because it's quite a good one. Um, go on. And it's from different people as well. I don't think I'm as quick as you at getting these on, so...
1: I'll try and just uh, copy someone. Yeah, just copy, uh, copy someone on there. I've so, got about so a million from Jamie. Well. Okay. And this
2: is, if you had to go back and change any ah, okay. major final result, which one would it be and why? can be either men's or women's
1: finals. Wow. I really like that one.
0: With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And
1: through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines dot com. I mean I've got one which instantly comes to mind and uh, it's I'm gonna go to the women's side and it would be Wimbledon from last year. Um and I would pick Ons Jabur to, to win Wimbledon. That was that was one of the most disappointing. Like anti-climactic things I've ever seen in my life and I felt so sorry for her that she wasn't able to perform at her best. So if I could change one from recent times, that would be the one I would go back and change.
2: Yeah, I think everyone's expecting me to pick in the Dow one over Djokovic and that would be any of the times when Djokovic has beaten him in the <coughs> final. Um, that's the obvious one but something maybe people aren't expecting me to say would be the recent one, 2019, at wimbledon the djokovic federer ah. i really would have liked federer to win that one because that was his last shot of winning a grand slam it was at wimbledon and he played better than Djokovic the whole match deserved it <laughs> plus another element of this i had uh, a lot of money riding on that match believe it or not ah. i had federer to win and i think it was returning a few hundred pounds ah. and i had a great cash out at 40 15 uh didn't take it and ended up losing so That's one I'll always remember for them reasons. But forget the money, it doesn't doesn't really mean anything. I just wanted Federer to get another Grand Slam and that was obviously his last chance, really.
1: Yeah, it really was. But we do still get to look back and think that was an incredible thing that happened as well at the same time. It was something I don't think I've really ever witnessed before in my lifetime, watching somebody somehow managed to come back from two match points down against Federer in a Wimbledon final and still defeat him. I mean, especially when they introduced that new format as well. How crazy, they introduced the new format and that's the format which actually decided the final. You can't make things up sometimes. That is just written in the stars, I think, that one that it was going to go 13-12 in that final.
2: Shout out to Simply Grace. Thank you for joining the membership. Let us know what questions you have for us and we'll answer them. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Uh, we've got Victor in saying, what's your fav- favourite storyline in tennis? Uh, well, this past year, so it can only be in the past year, favourite storyline. If you're just talking about a year, it can't be about Rafa then. It wasn't McDonald, that was for sure. So, it would have to be Carlos Alcaraz winning Wimbledon. That was my favourite story of the past year.
1: It's really crazy that in the past year to have a favourite story. It's great that we've got so many to pick from as well. <clears throat> Cause the one that instantly comes to my head is the Yannick like Yannick Sinner coming to yeah. the forefront is brilliant. That and that makes me forget that Alcaraz even won Wimbledon. But then we've got the whole revenge tour of Djokovic from twenty twenty three, which was that was the biggest thing of the whole year. But it's sort of it didn't get overshadowed completely, but the fact Sinner came through so strong at the end of the year, everyone was talking about Yannick Sinner come, come the end, weren't they? And what about Draper winning
2: UTS?
1: I mean, like, <laughs> not enough good, people yeah. talking about that, to be honest. <laughs> no. I thought that was brilliant. I thought it was something that he can really now like grab onto going into next year. I know it's not conventional style tennis, but you're still beating legit tennis players. He beat what was it, Holger Luna twice in that tournament. Yeah. It's different rules, but you're still proving you can play against those top players.
2: Gene St. Coco, Goth US Open. That's a good shout yep. as well.
1: Another one, yeah, on the women's side.
2: Right, let's get to another one. So this is from Simpson <clears throat> Grace, our new member, saying, uh, what are your biggest pet peeves about each other as well as the thing you admire about one another? Thanks for all <laughs> of the great content. I mean, how long do you all have? Uh, I've you got... I've got a very long list here. I was waiting for this question to come up. I'm of compliments. This. <laughs> no, no, I'm yeah, going to start I mean... with one straight off the bat. It's very easy for me. Biggest pet peeve is Ben constantly calling tennis players people. Yeah. I think it is. It just <clears throat> winds me up. I've seen it recently in the Moritoglu interview or when we were talking to some of the players. It's constant. Every podcast, every draw preview, every watch along, he refers to tennis players as people. They are people, but the use of words frustrates me. And what I admire about him, I'd have to say, there's a lot of things as well. I think, I don't know where to begin really with it because I think he is a very, with Ben, he's a very um, gentle, kind, generous human. He's a very, he he gives a good sort of Labrador energy type type of, individual which i, think's I think is good a, a very kind person
1: good description i think labrador, is beer. labrador energy. Probably. And, and then the other yeah. thing i
2: admire about him i'll do two oh, it's more than one out, <laughs> is, is his creative creative now so i think he's creatively very good and one thing i would use as an example of that <clears throat> is how he's really developed his thumbnails from the start to now i mean Oof. i think that is a real great journey upwards i think he's done great with that
1: appreciate that mate Right, right i'll start off with a peeve then shall i, I th-
2: have you got a peeve
1: <laughs> i'm sure there's a, there's a few peeves so trying to think of one i think when we're when we're doing podcasts and it will get to the point where it's supposed to to start sometimes well, i think it's more matches than it is podcasts and then It'll be like, oh, I'm running late. I'm running <laughs> 10 minutes. There's always like a 10 minutes late running. Uh, all, it, it was... Qu- yeah, I'm always here, so it doesn't really matter, but I'm always like, oh, it's after the kid, but it's fine. But he makes up for it by having, uh, well, great business acumen. I think this is the one thing that we have on uh, our, our channel that we sort of split between us. I'm not really the most business-minded person, but you... You know how to speak to people. You know how to to do a do a trade, do a deal. You know how to, and I think that you've really improved with uh, like interviewing and doing that type of thing. And you might seem much more like natural doing those type of things these days. Like when we were at the UTS, you didn't seem to like be bothered at all. It seemed to like I know you at the before we before we went like live with them. Roll, we were both. <laughs>
2: Sitting down eating that sausage roll outside I wasn't feeling great but it improved.
1: Before we went live we were both like bricking it and then as it went to the actual thing I was still like shaking holding the mic for the for uh, Bublik but you seemed to like help hold it together a little bit better in that little moment then so we needed that and you you helped move things along well that's I know that's something that you'd like me to uh, yeah. bring up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> anyway right on Q moving on I guess <laughs> we can move on now so uh, let's we'll go to Jamie Drama, and this is we've got quite a few from Jamie this is saying this is for Ben the Djokovic fan <clears throat> which would you rather happen Djokovic can in the slam but doesn't win gold or wins the gold but only wins one slam
1: it's a real tough one JG to be, be honest
2: join. join I'm assuming join
1: I think so I think I missed off the end on the end yeah I mean, for this one, the calendar slam would be great. I, I, I think everybody knows he can do it. But he's already sort of had it. He just had it in the non-calendar year. So if he could win the Olympics, I think, and one slam, I would be. I think I'd go for that one. I think I'd pick that, to be honest. How about you? I mean, it's a bit of a difficult one for you to pick. To I'm be sick of
2: him winning any more slams, so just <laughs> give him the Olympics. I mean, he's going to win everything oh. anyway, so we got What's Amin thing... shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat, I appreciate that. Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you and your family. Let us know if you've got any questions, Amin, as well. And since you did send in so a super chat, we're more than happy to read them out.
1: Cheers, Amin. Yeah, I mean, it was funny, I flicked on the TV yesterday and it had the chase on. And it's just, I like to just watch sometimes and there was one guy who was there who said, oh, well, I don't really uh, work, I just uh, like reading books about, like, facts and things like that and he was like okay brilliant is that so he confident he's like yeah i think so and it got to the bit where they ask all the questions before they go to the chase and then one of the questions like who won the olympics uh tennis in 2008 (laughs) and he was like uh i don't know was like rafael nadal then i was like oh he didn't get that one (laughs) Thought you knew everything (laughs) this guy he didn't do very well he lost on like the second chase question brilliant though.
2: Next question here we've got from Gary do you believe Simona Hallam
1: oh is this like in the lie detector test
2: no this is for you right now
1: um I believe her I feel that I don't think that she has done anything not that she knows wrong Ooh, but we say that who that to knows the,
2: the other day well,
1: I said to him I think Hallop's to blame the
2: professor <laughs> <laughs>
1: I said, Patrick. I think Hallop is definitely to blame for it all. No, I, I I don't think that in her own knowledge she's taken anything that she thinks is enhancing. But you never know if you're in a team, something may she may have taken something someone else has given her, and she, it may have caused well, her problems. Did take you don't know.
2: So I don't. I, I really can't yeah. comment on this. I don't know what to believe. Um, I feel like I don't have enough information to make judgment. If if you if you spent gave me an afternoon with Simone Hallop down the pub, or having some some cakes and tea Ooh, or something. Okay. Then, mate, what do you reckon I'll she has down form. the pub as a drink? I'm going to form an opinion, but I can't based off what I know. I wouldn't. It's not fair of me.
1: I reckon she would probably have a uh, maybe like a tia maria or something like that. <laughs> Someone what do you reckon? I
2: don't know. She probably have a shot of tequila or something. Oh. <clears throat> so, Jamie Jensen, how many Nadal Djokovic matches do you think we will see next year? Well, my prediction of this is I think we're going to get wow. one. And I think it will be the Roland Garros final. It may even be the final. Wow. It could be like semi-final. It might be on the same half.
1: Wow, imagine. That would be crazy. I, I just want to see him not be too much in the mixer I would like Rafa to by the time Roland Garros comes around to be a good seed or something is it going to happen I don't know
2: next up we've got Trishan Naidu, a new member saying JG what's your take on Emma Raducanu's return good question and I'm going to be answering this one in depth on the next podcast we do it's going to be the title of the next countdown. And we're going to be speaking all about Emma Raducanu and what our expectations are. So I'm going to save some things for that. But what I will say, is I think it's great that she's returning. I'm really happy. I think the Tour needs some lease of life, life especially the WTA, yeah. which I thought was a bit of a poor season last year uh, on the WTA side. I didn't think it was marketed too well for the WTA finals encapsulated everything that was wrong with the, with the Tour. Um, so it's only going to be better with her on it. Hopefully she can perform because the comments I've seen her say about coaches and other people doesn't look good.
1: I saw somebody came out and was sort of in defence of her the other day. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Kasper Rude, actually. It was one of the top men's players anyway on the tour. And they were saying that they think Raducanu is... Like definitely has the chance to win another slam if she comes back to that same level. They were just talking about her game style and the way that when she plays that attacking and she's on, she's sort of unplayable, really, like you saw in that US Open win. If she gets back to that level, anything's possible. And, well, it's good to hear that there's some people on the tour with belief in her because there's a lot of people out there, there are a lot of naysayers, saying now that she's got the money... Does she even need the, the trophies? That's the thing.
2: We've got Sonic Mod, who's just joined the YouTube membership. Shout out to you, Sonic. Oh, cheers. Um, give, us a, give us your questions. Merry Christmas to you and the family. <clears throat> Hope you're well. Uh, we've got Gene saying, what is your favourite thing to do after a big match has ended? So for me, if I'm doing a stream on here and a big match has ended... First thing I like to do usually is eat because I'm starving and I've not eaten for like probably six hours. Um, and then next thing is just get outdoors. Like I need to get outside, go for a walk. There's been times where after a grand slam final we and Ben have played tennis. That is like an ideal thing. Just stretch the legs, you know, get out, have some food. Just not anything that involves screens, but sometimes I'll sit yeah. and watch some of like the highlights and uh, some of the, like, the interviews with the players. But that will be most likely towards the end of the day. Initially, I need to get out.
1: For me, I'd say... what When you say, what is your favourite thing to do? Well, sometimes for me, as soon as it finishes, I'm straight into song-making mode in the past year. So I have to go... If I've already started making the Djokovic song halfway, I, I wouldn't ever make it full. The only one I ever made it fully for was the 22 and i don't know if i'll ever make one fully again before the end of the tournament because it was put me in such an awkward position where i was just like like thinking like if he doesn't win this this is just terrible like i'm so there's normally like something in the works so as soon as it's won i'll get to work as soon as it's finished but yeah directly after the match is finished a nice a nice walk or something go out go for a walk as long as the weather's nice enough and stretch your legs, like you said, it's not just you've got to get away from that screen if you've been in front of it for five, six hours.
2: Yeah, we've got Sonic in saying for JG, if Djokovic took UK citizenship when he had the offer early really? in his career and still had all of his records today, would you like him more than Nadal? And would he be more popular than Andy? Um, no, I wouldn't like him more than Nadal. It doesn't matter what no, you wouldn't. Um, it wouldn't matter what country he comes from. I am patriotic to an extent but not that patriotic um, for me it's all about the player the connection I have with that yeah. player doesn't mean doesn't mean, matter at all where anyone's from I would never judge anyone based off where they're from and yeah I think um, that shows with Andy Murray because would he be more popular than Andy he would be though definitely yeah, as a collective most definitely. I think if a British player was that successful it'd be all over the place it'd be good. it would be like winning
1: the World Cup Pretty, yeah. pretty much. It would be that big. I mean, yeah. I would have loved it if he had been. His status Although, would
2: just be another level altogether. Like Everyone would be talking about it constantly, which is sad in a way. Uh, I know they already are, but if he was British, I mean, especially the BBC, I mean, they'd go nuts.
1: No, they definitely would. I mean, I would they have loved to have for see me. It. Like Murray, then you'd have had like Grand Slam finals with two British players playing <laughs> each other, in which would have been... Unheard of, really. I mean, the Andy Murray story in itself was still a great journey to go on. for Because sometimes when someone wins stuff too easily, it makes it a little bit like, oh, that. Like, like, like we're getting the Djokovic wins at the moment. It's just like you sort of take them for granted once you've won like 20. <laughs> but with Murray, when he won one, it was such a big thing. When he won his first Wimbledon, massive. That type of thing. You can't really... Yeah, you can't really put it into words what it means when somebody is really struggling to get to a goal and they finally achieve it.
2: Jamie Drummer, did Andy Murray's hip injury have an effect on the slam race? And if so, what would be the current slam race numbers uh, if Andy had never got the hip injury?
1: What year was the hip injury? That's what I'm trying to think back when, when I'm reading that. Like, I don't think it would have affected it. That's my personal opinion. And if it did, it would have been a bare minimum. I think Andy may have picked up maybe a couple more. I don't think yeah. it would have been any more than that.
2: Mm, I, I don't know. He might have done a good run at Wimbledon. Uh, my opinion is, I don't think he would have won any more. I, I, me- I think so it was the I think it was the mental side. I just think he was playing in a generation with just three fantastic tennis players, and it was hes not aggressive
1: up. enough as a tennis player. That was the problem I think for so. Andy. Yeah, yeah, he was really great technically, really great, great percentage. Wow. Yeah, brilliant defensively. The for me so it was his 2017 first serve. Wimbledon. Yeah, for me his first serve was always amazing, but it would let him down in big matches and then he'd have to rely on just second serves which got put away by his opponents and then as soon as he came out playing aggressive you were like yes Andy then he'd go into his shell and play slice and defensive yeah, I think
2: what we've seen from Rafa uh, Federer and Djokovic aggressive. 2017 Wimbledon they've just been such a high level they've not fallen off at all any of them I mean even Federer was crazy sort of post-2017 for a few years
1: he's an aggressive tennis good. player Nadal
2: was doing things it was just yeah, I don't know. He's always fourth best. The thing is,
1: Murray is like a sorry to say like a B tech Djokovic. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be Novak Djokovic and be that good defensively, you have to be as good as Djokovic. Murray wasn't as good as Djokovic really because he didn't have the tools to be able to just win big big points. Djokovic just has that mentality. Murray one bad point and it will ruin his match. It doesn't happen for Djokovic in, in the same way.
2: Okay, so just trying to get some more questions
1: alright just looking down the list here. there Let's so this on.
2: one's from Gary go on so it is who will have the best 2024 season Yannick or Carlos and which one will take the first <clears throat> will be the first to take Novak down two part question
1: I think Carlos will have a better year that's my personal opinion um, I do, too. What do you reckon? and um, I think it will be Carlos as well that will probably take Novak down as well I th- I think everybody needs to just calm themselves down we've, we've not hit a grand slam with Yannick Sinner in form yet and we haven't seen how good he can perform at a slam yet if we, if he does it at the Australian Open or if he does it at the French fair enough but we haven't seen him do it at a slam yet that's the one reservation for Yannick Sinner right now
2: yeah, I think um, I think Sinner's going to be the first to take Novak down in 2024, but Carlos will have the better season. Yeah, it's All going to be real. The draw. I mean, who's going to take him down first? We, just, we don't know who's going to play him first.
1: It's exciting, I don't know.
2: Yeah, it's going to be good, for sure. Uh, Peter in, saying um, maybe this will make the cut. Well, we we'll, because <laughs> we've got it in here. We just made it. So, in three parts of la JG shootout... Allah. Allah, uh, unlike many other channels, you always give the women a fair shake, but your intro is all men. Why?
1: It's a good question. I like it. Um, mostly because when we've had interviews with people, they mainly have been men. We've tried to get some, uh, we've had, well, how many women have we had as uh, guests on the podcast? I think we had Rainer, We had uh, Bibian Shoups. Yep. But we've nearly got Klajcikova on, and we would have had her, hopefully, uh, joining the intro. But it's it's not as easy as everybody thinks. And this is the problem.
2: <coughs> we'd it's love more to. difficult to get female tennis players on than men. We yeah. get a better reply rate on the men players than the female. So, yeah, it's just purely because we're not able to get them on, that's why.
1: 2024, that's uh, something to pop on the uh, to-do list, I think.
2: We've got Gene asking a question, which is pretty much related to the here and now. When is the 2024 prediction video coming out? Well, that one should be uh, released on, I reckon, the 27th of December. Yeah. 27th, 28th, around that date.
1: And what date's uh, Rafa's first match back? It's sort of of like, is it like the 30th or something?
2: Yeah, the 31st, maybe.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's going to be exciting as well. We'll obviously be doing a draw preview for that one as well. Uh, excited to see who he's going to be up against, potentially. Um, You'd have to think the bookies are going to probably have him as favourite to win, no matter what. I don't know why. Even if he's just coming back from injury, the bookies just go over the top, don't they?
2: Yeah, this isn't really a question, but Victor's saying, I want you guys to head to Australia for the Australian Open and do your podcast live with all the Novak and Rafa fans.
1: That would be amazing. I would love that. Yeah, when are we doing think that? It's going
2: to happen, but would be cool.
1: How are we going to fit that in with a day job? I know. Uh, On a completely never, different time never zone. i say
2: never. You've got Gene confirming the United Cup starting Friday. Um, and I think we're out of questions. Let's do the last one. If you do have any questions, or if you are listening and want to ask one, we've got about five minutes more. So join the membership and ask your question. And we'll answer it right now. So, Trishan saying, does Rafa have a better chance at the Olympics being best of three? I don't mean it all depends what level he comes back at. I'm secretly optimistic that he's going to be at quite a good level. And I think it's going to matter. I think he's going to have the stamina to go five. Let's just hope the foot's okay. Um, But maybe, on paper, you'd say he does have a better chance at the Olympics than Roland Garros, but we'll see.
1: What do you make of uh, some of the... Like, the practice hitting he's been doing with some of those other players.
2: I mean, he's looked really good. I saw him playing against Roussevore. There was another one the other day. I forget who it was. Looked really good in that as well. Not too Um, sweaty.
1: Not not too (laughs) too (laughs) too many groans. (laughs) No, he looked pretty good, I have to say. The way he's hitting the ball looks pretty... uh, pretty like old style raffer i don't think that there's much as has changed movement didn't look too bad but we didn't see him scamper into the net or anything it's more baseline hitting yeah. isn't it? For so.
2: sure. i know gene there wants his question um the problem is gene because it's too long yeah I'm it's unable, quite a big one i'm unable put, to get it all in so i could put, I put the
1: last he... bit yeah i'll put the last part of his one in one, so
2: I've got this much of it, so right,
1: I'll put the last part of it in. So,
2: Merry Christmas, JG and Ben. I cannot express how much admiration I have for both of you, making me smile, laugh throughout the year as it's been a difficult year. Uh, well, that's great, Gina. Happy, happy that you've, we've been able to do that for you. Um, my question to you guys, oh, is what are the hopes and dreams for the channel in 2024, and how are those things going to potentially involve the GTL community as a whole? So we'd love to involve the community as much as possible, especially the people who have supported us. So if we are open to ideas, if you have any, of course, Gene, you'll always be a fixture. We know you're on the Discord. Maybe we can be a bit more active on there next year. Um, (coughs) Get you involved in some capacity on the Twitter. Um, But yeah, there's opportunities always. Like, We're very open. So just drop us a message and we can work something out. In terms of hopes and dreams for the channel, I think what we've seen is we've moved away a little bit more from the live broadcast, done more broadcasts where they're sort of recorded before and posted. And we do more podcasts now. So we like to consistently do a podcast every single week without foul on something tennis-related. We'll continue yeah. to do that, making them look professional. But, of course, during Grand Slam, big tournaments, we will do matches as well. But nowhere near as many as what we, always, what we once did because... We've we've doing that, we just physically don't have the time. I mean, the only we could do it if we had guaranteed support in all the matches. I'm not saying you guys don't support us, but say if we're going in and there's not many people there, it isn't worth our time to spend, say, the hours before preparing, the hours afterwards to just get back to feeling some kind of normal after sitting there for five hours. Um, it takes a lot out of you to sit on here and talk for a lot of hours. So very difficult to do of course we'll try and do it but yeah i'll let you answer anything i missed
1: uh i would quite like uh obviously to keep growing the countdown podcast that we try to put out i mean every monday at the moment when in in the off season it's been a little bit difficult obviously i've been a bit ill as well which hasn't really helped um but i'd like to add keep on adding to that and improving that and if you can Uh, as a community as our members as our our patrons give us some ideas for what you would like to see on the countdown as well i was thinking maybe if we could it doesn't have to be every episode but once a month we might be able to get a guest on or something like that and just like just try and keep it fresh because i think it would be nice to hear some other opinions and maybe even get a player on there as an interview something like that i mean i feel that the People seem to have really responded well to it in 2023 and it's one of the fun new things. It means that myself and JG actually get to meet each other in person to film the podcast as well, which has its <laughs> has its ups and its downs, does it? Obviously with uh, trains that seem to be like on strike every time we try to film the uh, podcast and I end up having to get a bus like halfway across London, but it just is what it is. It's good fun to do in person as long as we get the audio right. Isn't that right?
2: Yeah, we never usually do. So hopefully that'll be better in 2024. Yeah, We've got Sonic. This is probably one of the last few now. Uh, If Djokovic invited you personally to his place in Monte Carlo or uh, Marbella for dinner to go hit together as his rally partner, would you go? All expenses paid. I mean, I'd be the first on the plane. (laughs) I couldn't wait to go. Um, Not because it's free. I mean, I'd even pay to go because that is... a incredible opportunity he might not be my favorite player but I have a lot of respect and admiration for him and that is like a no-brainer that would be just the probably the best experience of my life and he's Definitely. not even my favorite player I think anyone would be stupid not to take that so yeah for sure I'd be there I'd walk if I had to yeah um, it'd be amazing that would be, be incredible, incredible.
1: To, to, be, to get that for free would be uh, nearly impossible I think
2: yeah so Gene uh. agrees with your guest <clears throat> Um, idea for the countdown. Gary said, this is a great feature of GTO Channel, one of my favourites. I hope everyone's happy, healthy and at peace on this day. Best way to end it, I think. I couldn't agree with what Gary said more. Thank you everyone for all of the questions. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy this kind of content, please give us a thumbs up on the video and we'll try and do more Q&As, not just for Christmas, throughout the year. Hope you have a great time thinking of all of the people who have lost... Uh, relatives or friends and i'm having a tricky time of course there's everyone in the situation like that and you notice it more at christmas so thoughts with you guys and um yeah thanks for joining us today and we'll see you all very soon merry christmas everybody merry christmas see you soon.
0: Podcast Network.